Well, coming up today on the show, we got a good one for you because we're looking ahead to the end of the year. A lot to do before we turn the page to 2024. So we're going to give you some key year-end planning strategies for those that are either either nearing or embracing those retirement years. We're going to explore the nuances of optimizing your investment portfolio. We're going to talk about safeguarding your assets and ensuring a stable, rewarding lifestyle in the years to come. So great episode and a lot to add to your list. And that's coming up now. It's time for the Retirement. Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Welcome into the Retirement Reality Podcast. Ben George along with Mike Koyanen. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing good. All all the Vikings do is win. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see this coming, did you? No, I thought our season was over. But um, I mean, with five in a row... Uh, five and winning, you know, five out of the last uh, six out of the last seven. Yeah, in five in a row. I mean, it's pretty good. I'm happy with that. What have you thought about the Josh Dobbs story? Pretty cool to see this this kind of happen. I mean, you know, to, to not have any kind of preparation to step in and, and lead the team has been pretty remarkable. Yeah, what he did against Atlanta here a few weeks ago. You know, as this comes out a few weeks ago, um, impressive. I didn't think that was going to happen. I was thinking it was going to be a nightmare. Um, what we've seen with some other quarterback situations in Minnesota. But then, you know, he had a very solid game, um, you know, against the Saints here. And uh, I just, it's fun to see a quarterback who can actually move around in the pocket and run for a first down. So um, it's kind of exciting. I, as much as I'm a, I love Kirk Cousins as an accurate quarterback and as a person, mm-hmm. um, it, it does make you wonder about what other possibilities can we have with a quarterback who can escape the pocket and keep the drives alive. And um, he does add a, an element we're not used to seeing for a long time here. Yeah, very cool. Are you going to the Monday night game coming up? Uh, we are. We're going to the Bears game yeah. coming up in a little over a week here. And um, and I'm debating about going to the New Year's Eve game. I think we might go to the New Year's Eve game as well against the uh, – Packers. Yeah, two big games coming up. Well, been a lot of fun to, to track. I know the 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 high the hopes weren't super high at the beginning of the year, but it's been one of the the better stories in the NFL this year has been there in Minnesota. So cool to see. Ironically, too, I think we have a, a better team than we had last year. Our record doesn't show it, but we're a more balanced team. Yeah, I think I, I looked. I think we're top three in NFL of of offense, but our defense is more middle of the pack defense which last year were right at the bottom. So I think it's more balanced. I think it's a better team. Just the record doesn't show it. Right. Well, we got a good show today, Mike. I want to hop into this with you. I know, um, you know you're always talking with clients and looking ahead, but do you, do you kind of – I know we're going to go through some end-of-year planning items here, but do you kind of have that direct conversation with clients this time of year? Okay, what are some things we're going to be taking care of before the year ends? Yeah, we're, but this is a conversation we're having throughout the year, you know, because we yeah. have people coming in. It's, it doesn't – you know, meet everybody's needs to come in the last quarter of the year and just to try to fit everybody in the last quarter is really not, you know, uh, reasonable. We're, we'll be able to, to do, to meet with everybody in the last, you know, three months of the year. So we're having this conversation as it goes on and um, just so it's it's not a shock to anybody. So we're, we're planning not just for this year, but we're planning for future years as well. But this is important topic for a lot of people because, um, for those people who don't have an advisor, you should be on top of this for sure. Yeah. So we're going to give you some things to be thinking about. We're covering all kinds of different areas and I'll kind of throw out the general category, Mike, and let you kind of take us through some things that people should be paying attention to. Let's just start 
uh, high level, some general planning uh, investment strategies that people should be considering right now before the year ends? Yeah. So, you know, right now, uh, you know, rebalancing, I think this is common. A lot of portfolios will automatically rebalance maybe, you know, every three months, four months, six months. I think it's important to, you know, to look at that, but it's just really to look at your risk and how are you investing today? You know, and I, I try to put it in simple terms. If you're afraid to look at your statements, the last, you know, last month's statement or last quarter statements, mm-hmm. it's probably a good idea that, you know, indicator that you're in too much risk and you should probably have it evaluated. Uh, we should not be investing how we felt, you know, four or five years ago when we were in a strong, you know, bull market. We should be investing how we are today, four or five years older. Typically, as we get older, we should have l- less risk than we had four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And the markets are different. The economy is in a different place today than it ever has been. So um, I think it's important to, you know, assess your risk, you know, and fit that portfolio with that risk. But as a time is we're coming to the end of the year, if you're not working with somebody, it's important if you are working to be maxing out some of these contributions. It all depends on who you're working with. I think when you look at a 401k plan, you want to make sure you're contributing enough to get that employee uh, employer match on you if you're putting in five and maybe they match five. You want to be, make sure you're putting in at least 5% of your salary for the year to get that free money. Um, a lot of times, you know, as long as your income is good, it's, it's important to me maxing out Roth, you know, a Roth IRA as well. And so outside of the 401k plan or 403b or TSP or whatever you might have, uh, it's important to be maxing out those contributions. So if you're over 50 this year, $7,500 is the max Roth contribution that you can make. Now, if income is too high and you don't qualify to contribute to a Roth, uh, we can do a backdoor Roth and we can get more details about that. You can contribute to an IRA, non-deductible, but we can do a Roth um, backdoor. So there's things that to be strategizing with, especially on that planning piece, and make sure that you're you're on pace. You know, the planning piece isn't just your investments. It's to kind of look at the big picture to make sure that um, are you on pace to retire when you want to retire and make sure those dates line up. And I've had a lot of people come in, Ben, where they're like, yeah, I was going to retire here, but I'm pushing it up three months, six months, a year. And so make sure that things are lining up and it, it still fits your plan. Okay. So those are just some of the general planning strategies that you're looking at right now. Another big category you always want to be paying attention to throughout the year, but I know you hone mm-hmm. in on it towards the end of the year, taxes, because there's some different things you can be doing right now to uh, take advantage of that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, if you have these individual or joint accounts, uh, these are non-IRA you know, accounts, non-Roth. It's that money you have the capital gains. You got you know, short-term, long-term capital gains or losses. So now's an opportunity, especially in these this market, to, to take advantage of some uh, tax loss harvesting, which means getting out of those losers of those long-term holdings and being able to have a, a tax loss on your next year's taxes. So you can carry over and take up to a $3,000 long-term capital loss on your taxes per year you know, if you just say you have a $7,000 loss, you have two years, you know, of $3,000 and another year of $1,000 as a loss that you can deduct on it. So there's an opportunity to get out of maybe some investments that maybe weren't performing as you thought and get in something more appropriate, but still be able to get a tax, you know, deduction from that. Now, when we look at your IRAs, 401ks, remember, if you're 73 this year or older, you have to take out your required minimum distribution and pay taxes on those dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 70 and a half, then it went to 72, now it's 73. And for, um, for some people, it won't be till 75. But if you're 73 or older, you have to take your required minimum distributions out of your accounts. If you have multiple different types of accounts, you have to make sure it's done properly and you take it out of the right accounts and not combine them all. They don't allow that unless they're IRAs. So take advantage of that. And one other thing when it comes to taxes, for those who aren't needing, are not needing those required minimum distributions, and maybe you're not um, itemizing your tax returns, it's a good thing to uh, give money to a qualif- um, qualified charitable distribution, QCD. You can send your RMDs, all of them are part of them, to a charity, and then you don't have to pay taxes on that money, and the charity gets that money tax-free as well. So there's an op- opportunity to give to charities without being a tax hit to you. All right, a few different things to be considering as far as tax planning. Again, if you haven't talked through these, need somebody to discuss with, you can always get in touch with Principal Preservation Services by calling 855-987-8888 or online at principalpreservationservices.com. All right, uh, we know that uh, open enrollment's already started for, for mm-hmm. a lot of people here in November. So insurance and just checking through this, Mike, what are you uh, suggesting people review here? Yeah, I think it's a good idea to have somebody who just deals with Medicare on the open enrollment to make sure you're in the right plan. You don't have to stick with that plan. You don't have to get um, health tested to switch your plans during open enrollment. So take advantage of that with Medicare. Uh, but review not just your, um, also your life insurance. You know, look at your life plans. Is it, you know, is your term insurance running out? Are you going to be needing another term insurance? Uh, do you have whole life, you know, universal life, variable universal life, fixed index universal life? There's so many different ones to have to make sure that that's fitting for you. What we're finding is some people might need a small extension of life insurance to get through a period. And somebody will be like, you know, I don't need this anymore. I thought now our house is paid off and retired. Uh, we have all this assets. I don't think we need life insurance. I, and I get you. I, a lot of times they don't. But we can help you with maybe a prepaid life insurance, funeral expense plan, something like that. And then a lot of people are getting these letters from their long-term care providers, which usually happens every year now as you hit a certain age that they want to reduce the the, the coverage to to keep the payments the same. Or you're going to pay more to keep the same you know, coverage that you mm-hmm. want. So there's a lot of, and then people get frustrated because like every year it's going up, it's going up. It feels like it's getting to be so expensive. They're trying to price you out. They, they know what they're doing. Um, as long as they do it to the whole group of people, that's not discrimination. You know, there's been lawsuits about that. So it's very unfortunate, but definitely review the long-term care plan and see if that's, you know, a fit to keep on that plan. And I've had to help people navigate that process. And a lot of times there's buyouts on those as well. So definitely not just medical insurance, life insurance, long-term care insurance should, should be reviewed as well. All right. We're talking about some end-of-year planning items to put on your list to uh, give some attention to before we turn the page on 2023. Uh, let's talk of some, some broader categories here, Mike, and, and look at you know your, just your lifestyle and income. I know this may be this is something you might put at the beginning of the year, too, as kind of a, as a resolution, too, but you know, budgeting, taking a look at that, uh, income streams, Social Security, looking at these things now is important. Yeah. And when people can come in for these reviews, we're always updating their budget. We've had some high inflation the last couple of years. So, you know, the budget we had is like, no, this is, you might be off 500 to $1,000 a month now because of food costs and gas costs from where they used to be. It's important to make sure we're on top of that and we're not just winging it and just spending 
you know, when you retire, when you're on a, a fixed income, most people, not all, but most people are living off less income per month than they were when they're working. And you have to just make sure that we're a little bit more due diligent on our expenses mm -hmm. and budgeting. And we're not just doing and eating out every day like we could afford maybe when we're working or doing the things we want to do when we're working because you had good income. And now you're on an income, maybe it's two thirds or three quarters of that income. Well, you have to make sure we're on top of that. Uh, now, Social Security did confirm a 3.2% um, cost of living adjustment for next year. Okay. Most people would uh, agree that inflation was more than that, but it's something. It's better than the 2% average that it has been. So it's good to look at those numbers. We want to update Social Security to give people an idea what the benefit will be next year and in the future as well if you're not taking it. But just, again, the key is expenses, income, did they get raises? We always want to make sure we're, we're factoring in all those numbers into the retirement software plan that we have to make sure that uh, you're going to have enough and retirement date is, is not changing. There's, you know, a lot of times we can move it up and we're finding a lot of people are working longer than they want since they're able to work from home. A lot of people are like, if I can keep doing this, this is great. And some people are like, I'm going to retire, but I love working, um, so I'm going to do a part-time job and maybe they work at the Home Depot or drive buses or whatever it might be, well, uh, we can factor that in the plan and just to maintain that lifestyle. We don't want you to be retired and feel like this is the worst mistake ever. We wanna make sure that you retire and you get to enjoy the life that you've been dreaming about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, uh, another big uh, asset that most people have is their real estate, right? So what, what can you be paying attention to now, Mike, into the year? What are some items that uh, should be on somebody's radar? Yeah, I think a lot of people right now are talking about, you know, retirement. Are they going to stay in the house? You know, some people are moving to different states, um, mm -hmm. more tax-friendly states, you know, so whether it's Arizona or Florida or things like that. Um, so we have to look at, we could look at tax brackets there as well. But uh, sometimes we're just, if we're not doing that, they're downsizing. Maybe they had a house and a cab and they go, this is too much. We can't have two properties anymore. Our kids don't want it. <laughs> they don't want to work on it. So a lot of times they're moving to the cabin or they're selling both and they're just downsizing to that as well. So a lot of times that's what you need in the plan. For some people, just show them that they downsize and reduce their expenses. And now they have maybe two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 more of investable assets somewhere that will help their retirement even more solvent. So um, it's important to just have that conversation. What is the plan? I mean, just reality when we see a lot of clients who have these two-story homes when they were raising their kids and they're like, you know, with my knees and hips, I can't do the stairs anymore. This is not convenient for us. We need a single yeah. level rambler, something that's all on one level for the most part. We need to you know, simplify it. And we don't need this 4,000 or 5,000 square foot home anymore. You know, 2,000 is all we need. 2,500 is all we need, something like that. Right. So we're, we're, we're having a lot of those conversations and it's just really realistic to have that and figure out you know, where they're gonna be living in retirement and how big of a house. All right, I got a couple more categories I wanna run through here for end of year planning. Uh, technology, now you might not think, okay, I need to be thinking about cybersecurity as part of my end of year checklist, but Mike, this is something we always have to stay on top of. Yeah, I think it's really the awareness of what is going on in the world today with these um, criminals and how savvy they can be and smart they are. It's not just, you know, you know, the, the home alone idiots who break into the house, right? right? This is, this is, we're talking about high level, uh, cybersecurity. So you have to be very careful with your emails. Uh, 
You can be very careful of the data on your, your, your computers. I think it's you know, we shouldn't be saving our login and passwords on a piece of paper, stick it in our wallet or right next to the computer. Mm-hmm. You never know if somebody breaks in that uh, if they're going to get access to that. You know, there are some really safe um, softwares that you can have in very fairly inexpensive. I think you're talking about, you know, 20 bucks a month to protect your, your information. And that's pennies when you think about the, the data that, you know, is available that they could get. So I think look at getting some really reputable software for your computers at home and ones that can even save your passwords. I mean, I use a system that I know U.S. Bank uses um, to save my passwords for all the things that I need to get into that's encrypting the, everything as well. Um, not to send anything with social security numbers or account numbers by email. Very, be very careful of uh, clicking on emails that look like it might be coming from Google or Amazon or eBay or whatever it might be, and so they need to update your credit card information. There's a lot of scams that go out, and it seems like they come out this last quarter. Yeah. And ones that come out by the IRS, and they really target seniors or people, you know, people who are, you know, 16 older typically. And a lot of people have fallen for. It. I've had clients call me, says, "I don't know why I did this. I gave all my information, and as soon as I hit send, my my, I just felt the the pit in the bottom of my stomach that I just figured I just gave all this information out, and I don't think it was even legit. Mm-hmm. And so I referred them to a like a LifeLock system, but right. that'd be even better, so we can get their you know it restore everything and not be in a big mess. So be take that very serious. And I think we need to be a little bit more active with that as well. Don't put that on the back burner and don't be putting your login and passwords next to the computer or somewhere accessible. Okay. Mm, yeah. Maybe in a safe at least. It seems like pretty basic advice, but a lot of people still just think, hey, it's not going to happen to me, right? So I'll be okay. But the, the schemes are getting uh, much more meticulous and, and hard to decipher, especially with the advent of AI too. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please pay attention. All right. Last category here, Mike, estate planning. There's always some estate planning needs to, to hop on. What are we paying attention to here before the year ends? Yeah, gifting. There's uh, Talk about gifting to charities. If you're needing a tax deduction by the end of the year, you can gift to charities, but it can't exceed up to over 60% of your adjusted gross income. So you can give pretty, pretty nicely to charities. Now, remember, if you're not itemizing your taxes, like a lot of people aren't, gifting to charities, giving some money is not going to make, you probably won't even see that tax benefit unless you are, you know, doing itemized taxes. So you get just understand where you're at tax wise. Uh, there are also um, charitable remainder trusts that you could establish that you can get some instant uh, tax savings. Uh, but even gifting to children, sometimes we're finding out, you know, I'm doing really well financially. I hear this a lot from my clients. My kids could really need the money. And why do I want to wait to give my money to my kids when I'm not here and see them get to use it? So we're starting to see, and I think this is great, we're starting to see our clients start gifting money to their kids to help them out now while they can actually see the benefit of it than waiting till maybe 20, 25 years later in life when they might not be around and see it. And that's just, you can gift up to $17,000 per person. They don't have to be family members. So if you're married, husband, wife, and you have two kids, each of you can give 17000 to each of your children so they can each get thirty-four. And um, it's it's not a – you don't get a tax deduction. They don't pay taxes on it as well. So they don't have to claim that on their tax return. That's the tax-free gift exclusion that you can give per year. 
And uh, but you have to make sure that's part of your plan. You can afford to do it. So don't just start gifting money and then find out, um, boy, I'm going to run out of money. You want to make sure it's it's fitting within the plan. All right, a lot of things to be addressing and hopefully having conversations about. If you don't have a financial advisor working with yet, again, you can always reach out to Principal Preservation Services. Find them online, principalpreservationservices.com. You can connect there. Also take advantage of uh, the many resources they have available to you if you're looking to learn more. You can always call 855-987-8888 to hop on the schedule and jump on these, Mike, because uh, this is a crucial time of the year, right? You want to finish out the year strong. Very crucial. And you don't want to miss the boat. Then it comes January. Like, I wish I would have, you know, the the Ben brothers, you know, the would have been, could have been, should have been, <laughs> right? So you don't want to be one of the Ben brothers or sisters, you know, here in yeah. January wishing you would have done something. Absolutely. Well, take advantage. I know it's going to be busy with the holidays, but still make it a priority to take care of your financial future. All right. For my coin in at Principal Preservation Services, I am Ben George. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Reality Podcast. Please hit subscribe and we'll talk to you again soon. Investment advisory services offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Alpha Star, Principal Preservation Services, LLC, and Principal Wealth Services, LLC are separate and independent entities. Insurance products are offered through Principal Preservation Services, LLC, a Minnesota and Wisconsin insurance agency. Investment advice is offered through Principal Wealth Services, LLC. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products offered by Principal Preservation Services, LLC. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered or guaranteed by AlphaStar.